Icon Podcast is hosted and sponsored by Sphere Rocket Virtual Assistants, a leading provider for your virtual assistants and outsourcing needs. Owned by one of the top-ranking EXP agents, Justin Nelson. Sphere Rocket VA provides a one-stop virtual staffing solution for business owners, and we specialize in helping business owners grow their business by leveraging through virtual assistants. Trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at SpearRocketVA.com and find out how we can make your life easier. Hey crew, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Gianna, and join me in welcoming the shark to the Icon Podcast. Very nice. Thank you for having me. I'm excited for this morning, young lady, and looking forward to great conversation and seeing your audience. Absolutely. So let's let's get started then. Take us back to the beginning. Who are you? How'd you get into real estate? And where did it all begin? What sparked your interest in what you're doing now? So it definitely was... Um, it wasn't originally thought that I was going to get into real estate, be a top 1% realtor out here in Las Vegas and run an operation. I never even really thought too much about sales as I was going through school and everything else. I started out as uh, going to school for painting cars, believe it or not. And so I painted cars coming out of school and get the certification for a couple of years and found out I did not like it. I just was sick all the time because you're breathing all, all those fumes. And a, uh, my dad at that time, when he was still alive, he was a sales guy and he goes, you know what? You've always had the, the talk and the gift for gab. Why aren't you just selling cars? And I'm like, it's not a bad idea. So I uh, ended up getting into the car industry back in New Jersey where I grew up. When I got into the car industry, first three weeks, I was almost fired. So my GM is like, dude, you stink. You're, you're just the worst. And <laughs> I didn't know how to close anybody. I didn't know how to get from, I, I was great at meeting them, talking to them, warming them up, but then I dropped the ball. A finance manager gave me a book, how to close every sale, said, read this over the weekend. And what I found at that point, one was important. It was something I never forgot throughout my uh, career in sales period was the more you feed your mind, the better off you are Two, find some form of mentor guidance. And when I came back after a weekend next month, I went to number two uh, car salesman at that Nissan store where I spent nine years in the business. 2008 hit end up. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Banks wouldn't finance. I didn't know what to do. I stayed in the business as a truck manager for six months after that and just ended up broke. The scary part is at that time in the car business, I had a company car. Well, guess what? When I left, I had no car. And so I'm like, well, this thinks I'm broke. I'm driving around this beat up Honda Accord I could barely afford. And when I did that, I said, let me follow my uncle's footsteps, get a real estate license, sell real estate part-time, join the fire department. Fire department wasn't as easy due to ordinances and where I lived. They said, no problem, kid, just moved to Atlantic City. I was four miles away and crossed an island called Brigantine. And I'm like, well, that's a problem. I have no money to move. Uh, so a timeshare company had called me 
and they said, look, we heard you have a license, a real estate license. We heard you're great at sales. You need to come in and talk to us. And at that time, I was practically living off of ramen noodles. And I come in and I'm like, all right, I'll talk. I'll give an attempt at this timeshare thing. It's not what I want. My uncle advised me that was in the fire department. He goes, do it for a year, make some money, come back. Well, then went six years of my life. I went in and I crushed it. I just like, I went from literally rags to riches, number three in the country overnight. I, it was just like, man, this is good. And what that's what brought me to Vegas. They closed up Atlantic city. I said, I'm going after Vegas. That's my next place. Came over to Vegas, continued crushing it. And I'll never forget. I was walking down Las Vegas Boulevard in Flamingo talking to my mom. She's still my best friend in the world. And she's like, Johnny, you're, you got it. You got a lot going on, but you're not fulfilled. The conversation I'm having with her, she's like, you're not excited. You're just, this is almost too easy for you at this point until you own something that's yours and you can call it yours and you're building something you won't be fulfilled. So I said, okay, back to the real estate license. I couldn't maintain a real estate license in timeshare because that was a part real estate license. Basically you have one, but don't, you can't sell residential. So an insurance company got in front of me, referred by my friend, say, Hey, you could do real estate and jump into our insurance company and do both. I was busting hard, so hard. I made the switch, walked in to timeshare, quit like that. They told me I was crazy. I was top of my game. They said, no, I'm going to build something. Got insurance. They were right. I did great. Did for two years, spoke from stage, sold products, major recruiter. And uh, I remember it was two years in. I was fat as can be. My health was in a downcline. My relationship was garbage. And I'm just like, my life is not fulfilled. But what I had is I had this burning desire of something I never went ahead and, and did from 2010. I never attempted real estate. My thought was there and I kept getting kind of pulled away. And I, I left stage one day, I left stage and I'm just walked off and I literally close up shop just like that. I made quick decisions. And I said, I'm going to go after this real estate thing. If it fails, I did it. I know to check that box off, but I feel if I do not visit this, I'm going to be furious with myself at the age of 60 or whatever it might be. So what I got in, what I found is I end up with college education between insurance, the car business, timeshare, the mentorship, the people I spend time around developed me to propel myself for a successful real estate career when I had peers that came in that were struggling, I was teaching my coaches within 90 days. I was literally speaking on a panel and the coaches were taking advice from me because I had taken all these tools I learned from other industries, applied them in real estate, and it allowed me to succeed much quicker than others. Now, what I sincerely feel is many people have these opportunities where they learn skills in other industries Take bartenders, great customer service, but they're order takers. Remember what you learned that made you a successful bartender. Apply that in your current industry, whether it's real estate or whatever else, and you'll have more success. I feel that people separate everything. Nope, in real estate, completely different. Let's forget about everything I learned over the last five or 10 years. 
And if pe more people look for those little seeds, whatever they might be in their industry, you can apply a lot of industry standards in real estate to achieve success at the end of the year. You can 100%. Would you yeah, agree? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, especially like, you know, from being a bartender, not only are they good with people and remembering orders, but they're really good at sequencing as well. What's most important, what needs to come first. And there's a lot to learn from that in every industry, whether you know, you're taking coffee orders, you're a bartender. I mean, you could be a janitor and there's, there's something that can be applied to another job, another career, and there's value to be taken away there. You're absolutely right. And what an incredible story. So then what took you over to EXP? You know, when did you find that little treasure in your real estate career? Well, what I, what my transition looked like is it looked like as far as I start out Wordly Real Estate, little boutique uh, shop. They're huge in Utah, blew up here in Vegas, great at bringing on new agents, found them through a friend of a friend. He said, you'll match up with this broker. And I did. We, we saw eye to eye and did great. And then at that point, um, what had happened is a gentleman out here in Vegas, big performer, eyed me up, sought me out. It's like, hey, give up the relationship. Come here and make more money. 100% shop. I said, okay, I'll do that. Um, and it took me about six months to make the decision. I went over, did very well with them, had a little operation, nothing major. And as I was going on, I was actually pitched by a lot of EXP people in the meantime. Just like any company out there, you have great agents, then you have some that are not so good. It just that it, any industry, it doesn't matter what it is, cops, doctors, lawyers, the list goes on. And I had ran across some uh, substantial individuals that had amazing systems in line. And I said, okay, let's take a look at this. One, Johnny, you're a great networker. People know you. I mean, I'm from New Jersey. I live in Vegas, ran the insurance company in California and Vegas. So my network of people is very wide. And I said, okay, stay with the company I'm with and I'm stuck in a hole. I mean, you can't build outside of that. So sure, you can do a little bit of referral business or whatever it might be in network and kind of keep those people in house. Or when I met these other individuals that had a bigger system and they were running it like a business and they had the development with lead flow and their operation and they expanded uh, further out. I looked at that business model as far as, as far as EXP goes. And I said, okay, now I see the vision and the uh, gentleman that ran that brokerage I was with absolutely hated me for it. <laughs> he was best. We probably didn't talk for like six months. Um, be, and then this Christmas, I just want to bury the hatchet sent him a happy or Merry Christmas message and love you, bro. And we hashed it out after that and he's over it by this point. But um, it seems like any industry I've been in when I've decided to make that move and leave, they have um, been frustrated because I've never gone halfway in whatever I go in, I'm going to go in all the way. And so I always, uh, my visions to succeed and make an impact and to be there for a reason at the end of the day. I have to say it's super respectable to be able to bury the hatchet, be the bigger person and throw out. And I'm sorry, you know, uh, with pride being such a big thing nowadays, that's, 
it's something that should be, you know, tip your hat to that stuff. So good on you. And, um, you know, that's really cool. That journey is really cool. So EXP, they got you because you were like, you know, there's room for growth here. I see a bigger network and I'm kind of a networking guy. And then, I mean, so you came over to EXP and they have so many options like stock share, collaboration, revenue share. Is there anything else that you've fallen in love with at EXP or are you still there because of how expansive EXP is? Well, I think any business model that's set up to, uh, when I was in the insurance business, it had other uh, platforms to where you could extend, extend and you can build. So it all comes down to take where I live, for example. So I live in the Turnberry High Rise. So I live in the Turnberry High Rise, not just because it's really cool and beautiful lights. It's about the community that you're in at the end of the day. So how are you leveraging your community? Are you just with a company? Are you with a community of people and what are you going to do and how are you going to one your, how are you going to provide value within that company? How are you going to provide value to your peers and how are you going to go ahead and leverage other people to go ahead and help your business while having a mutual relationship because you can't just take, take that'll end up being a negative bank account at the end of the day or emotional bank account, I should say. So uh, when I see that companies like EXP and many others, how, how are you going to go ahead and provide that value and work with each other and collaborate with each other to do something bigger and better at the end of the day? You're absolutely right. And, you know, being able to build on each other and continue to learn, that's, you know, that's just something that EXP is known for and they've really done well because of it. So you're a high producer, you know, you like to get stuff done. Obviously you're, you're a networker, you're spread in so many different directions. What do you do to take care of yourself? That emotional, um, like work-life balance and, you know, make sure that you're not running on burnout mode. Well, um, it's funny you bring up the word balance. I've been hearing a lot of people mention that lately. And I work with a lot of entrepreneurs outside of real estate. Like I built a coaching program uh, with Bradley, for example, for one. And so one of the reasons why I wanted to get into his world, he's an amazing individual. I want to see what he does. And what I found with a lot of these people I spend time with, they're running amazing businesses they really don't focus on the balance as much is more as how can you push, push, push maximum without breaking is what I found. Now there, everybody's a human being, I'm a human being. So what I incorporate in my life, if you look at pictures of me from six, seven months ago, I was like 35 pounds heavier so I've done it in the past and then I started a different regimen back June, July. And what I do something that's called 75 hard. And I decided to incorporate that not just a once a year, but a regular regimen into my life. Now where people are confused is yes, of course it's physical or else I wouldn't have lost the weight. So two is allows me to set my mind and focus in a direction to where that where people fear, feel being unbalanced to where I can constantly put more pressure on myself to evolve and grow my business. So I've developed habits. One is I mentioned earlier 
is what are you feeding your mind every single day? We're so concentrated on greens and proteins, eating healthy. It's all over the TV and everything else. So what people forget about, they do all these things for their body, but then they go home and they watch Modern Family all night or watch something that's like whatever, the Kardashians or whatever. And everybody needs a little downtime. I do too. I, I, I like a movie here and there late at nighttime to help me fall asleep more than anything, but there is some stuff. But during the day, when you get up, are you feeding that, that habit I developed? I continue whether I'm on or off of it. I'm feeding myself with self-development every day. I'm feeding myself with a book, minimum 10 pages. Now I did spend a hundred thousand dollars on myself for self-development last year between coaches, mentorship, but even if you don't have that, somebody that's listening, it costs $13 or even $5 to get a book from Amazon. If you read 10 pages a day, you can read a one book a month. So in our operation, we do a book club, one book a month. This month, I'm on my fourth book. Wow. So yeah, so I just, as you continue and just progress, I mean, you just get hungrier. So wrapping that up, getting back at that rather than, worrying about what is going to happen. Am I going to unbalance myself? I'm feeding myself and it does happen every six weeks. I feel my body just like crushed. And what I do is it normally happens to be hopefully on a Sunday and Sundays, just my body's hit. I, I shut down early. I mean, even in the afternoon, like three o'clock, I just shut everything down, hit the bed eat some whatever, if I'm not on one of my challenges, eat some Cheetos or whatever, put on a couple good movies and I'm just back, back to my normal routine. Now, as far as other downtime to help recharge, I did say, as far as I have a fiance, it's in business with me. So like, so we did, um, for Valentine's day, we did Lake Tahoe a weekend. Now we're at the ability to where we're running a lot by with our phone. We are in production. We still do sell houses and list houses every day. So, and then this week coming up on the 22nd, we're doing a mastermind. This is a wealth building mastermind. So it's not more brand pushed. It has people from Keller Williams, from EXP. I, the list goes on multiple different brands that are there specifically to help coach develop how to build wealth in real estate. So what I'm getting at is I like it because during the day, nine to one, nine to two, we have a mastermind. Two to the rest of the day, we're at the Escarat in, in um, Cancun. There's fun, there's excitement, there's drinks going on. So if you can incorporate that to where you're building your business, doing it with strong people, networking with amazing people that are dominating in the industry. I mean, you can serve both purposes at once. You don't have to pick one or the other. So I really like stuff like that where I'm getting both at the end of the day. And that's a long answer to your question, but I hope that kind of gave you a little feedback, what helps me and pushes me. <laughs> of course. No. And then to circle back a little bit, 75 hard is this challenge and you're supposed to work out twice a day for an hour each, right? And then Correct. one should be outdoors. 45 minutes. 45 45, minutes. Yep, 45 minutes each. One outside and one inside. And then no and then, alcohol, which you live in Vegas, so lots of... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put the blinders on, absolutely. Okay, Definitely. and then no alcohol. You read 10 pages out of a non-fictional book a day. 
And I think that's, and you drink it. Do you drink the gallon of water? Yep. Gallon of water per day as well. Wow. Gallon of water. So you go ahead and you put that in. So there's, that's the initial, the 75. If you went and followed Andy Frisella, there's a live hard. That's different phases. So this year I'm all, I completed that. I completed phase two. I started 75 in 2021. So then, then you have a second one that's 30 days. So you also have visualization for 10 minute day, visualize what you want, what your life look like, what's the perfect life for you and your family look like down the road and constantly visualize that, keeping your mind on the ball. A uh, five minute cold shower is incorporated in there per day as well. And a lot of these are put in not to punish you. They're, they're put in there to teach you, you can withstand the pressure and the uncomfortableness. So who wants to go outside and work out while it's raining? Heck, if you lived in Colorado where you grew up and you're out there and it's freezing cold, you don't want to work out, but it's teaching you and bringing it back to your real estate business, no matter what is going on, how difficult the client is, how difficult the transaction is, how difficult the teammate is, how difficult it is putting a new system in your business, you've already mentally prepared to, to deal with it. So versus other ways, not training yourself, you're just feeding yourself the boob tube at nighttime. When a little bit of pressure comes up, you end up come up. It's like, man, I did a five minute cold shower, run in the snow, workout inside, gallon of water. I read 10 pages of Tony Robbins. I don't give a crap what this client says to me. They're not breaking me down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so no, that's, that's yeah, a good uh, example, you know, taking it to the work life too, not just the, the physical benefits, but the mental ones, which is really cool to think about. And then um, earlier before I started recording, poor, poor Johnny, I was talking his ear off. Uh, you told me a little bit about a podcast. Can you tell me a little more about it and kind of, you know, how it benefits you as a business owner as well? Yeah. As far as shaking it up with the sharks is the podcast. So I knew I wanted to do one for a long time, but I just really didn't. I'm like, how, how am I going to go? What's the direction? What do I want? Um, is it an influencer space? Is it real estate guys? And I have a regular camera crew that I utilize. I have a videographers with me nine to five during the week. And I, I'm just like, all right. So I call my camera crew is like a Sunday. And I said, just come on over, set up. We're just going to go with it. And it was just me and my fiance, Katie Meadows. And so I said, let's just jump on and let's just shoot the crap. And we didn't even have a name. We're like shifting with the sharks. And then we came up with shaking up with sharks because sharks are branding for everything. Mm -hmm. So due to a commercial I did years ago where I dived into a pool of sharks and said, this realtor will do anything to save your deal, including diving with the sharks. And that's how it kind of all started. Okay. So, uh, so everything's the sharks and I actually have a love for sharks. I study them like crazy. Mm -hmm. So it's not just the shark, um, that I love the name. I actually, there is some depth to it. So we came up with it and then we decided, okay, let's go more of the entrepreneur and let's go with business owners, people doing bigger and better things, people with a strong mindset, people that really, what did they do? What is their story? that started out, what brought them to where they're at now currently in their business and what are they working on in their future? That's normally the timeline of the, of the show. And we've had some amazing people on there. Brett Raymer was on there. He was the host for the show tanked with animal planet. We had him on there. 
Um, another gentleman, if you know Nick Santanasso, um, the gentleman that speaks with Tony Robbins, that has hand heart disease. He had the, you know, if you've ever seen him on stage, he lived in my building. I, I, funny story. I go downstairs and he's on the treadmill. Now, Nick doesn't have legs and he's on the treadmill. So, and we just got the shooting this stuff and talking. And I tell you what, the one thing I learned being around Nick is that guy is as happy as a clam. So the spending time with people like that is part of the reason why I opened the show and where we've developed this show is I don't really take excuses. <laughs> so when somebody says, Oh, Johnny, you don't know, you know, I'm fighting with such and such and they're making my life difficult. I'm like, listen, I just spend time with a guy that doesn't have legs has one hand and he's happier than anybody. I said, and if this guy's excited to wake up every day and challenge life, you should be too. I'm like, you get up, you walk in your car, you do this. And Nick is just an amazing person, you know, to listen to a story. He's just one specific person I brought on that I like, I think highly of everybody, but it, like his, he's like right up there on the Richter scale. And then many others that have came on other business owners that we have here in the building and outside and, the owner uh, of a magazine in town that does very well. Um, and the list goes on Tim uh, as well. So, but um, it's been an amazing experience because I sat there and I spent time with all these business owners and, and all these guys they have in girls and they have amazing stories. They got in, they worked hard. They all have the same common traits, which is consistency at the end of the day. They dealt with it like what most people don't want to deal with. When they weren't getting the results, they continued going. They continued pushing. They continued pushing all the way through. When I've noticed with others that I've seen throughout my careers, they started, they didn't get results right away, they backed off. And then they go in their little corner and then they come back out, they try a little bit more and maybe they get a little success. And then the common mistake is, mistaking the beginning of success for the end of success. Oh, I got it. Now I can relax. Now they got to restart it up again. So I I've seen this and noticed this common trait and remind myself, and I'm not perfect by any means. I don't think anyone is. I think perfection doesn't exist. Getting to another level of excellence does getting better than you were yesterday, just by little bits gets you to an ultimate level you're looking for looking to achieve. And I think you always reset those levels if you really want to be successful. But these business owners do that. And unfortunately, most people, and I think I would have suffered this personally if I stayed in Jersey. Uh, and the reason why is I felt like I had was opened up to more experiences and around amazing people in Las Vegas that really helped me grow and develop my career. So I think people should keep that in mind. If you're in the fish tank in your local town and you're not growing, you're not developing, you're not getting anything out of it, you might want to start thinking about catching a bus ticket out of town and getting to some other place personally. I think that's, that's a great point. Yeah. to If you need a fresh beginning and like maybe you're just too comfortable in your own circles and seem to be spinning, it takes, it takes guts, but 
it's it's worth it in my opinion i think anyway having yeah. been a big move myself and um so obviously you're a high producer you know real estate's been going really well for you you're an icon award winner with exp can you kind of explain to the listeners what the icon award is and the benefits that it's brought to you so what has i so going into exp I had one mission and that was to get into icon. So anybody that was at the conference over this past year and um, they would have been and they're right in icon, they would have been at the icon breakfast. So what I noticed the XP over 73,000 agents right now, there was 750 people in that room set about 750 couldn't make it to Las Vegas so I did the numbers. I'm like, okay, so that's about 1% of people in EXP go ahead and hit the icon award. I said, so that's pretty amazing to be in this room with people. So when you hit that, you end up capping out on your cap is $16,000. So you hit your cap and then you're opened up to other avenues that you can help and assist other agents. So you're performing in a 1% level. You're succeeding in your business at the end of the day. I wanted to do this because I wanted to hit the highest levels possible. And then also at the same time, I wanted to be recognized, be in front of people and see what's going on. And being, being in that room, I mean, caught, there was 750 not there. So there, that's 1,400 plus that are in the icon seat at the end of the day. And EXP is a great company. Um, it's helped me achieve success. You know, since we've moved on and gone to other pastures and done other things, um, be not once again, because I think EXP is uh, anything negative or anything else. I think I learned a lot from EXP. But as you've heard from my career, I've always mm -hmm. looked level up and look for other things. Since then, I ventured on and I, I work with a real broker and because it opened me up to other avenues and other communities and giving me the ability to grow my career even more. And that's where we've accelerated at this point and hitting a new level of success. Absolutely. And just continuing to build up and, you know, having those new goals to hit and the icon is great. I mean, you can, you can icon again, right? So like that's the goal that you can continue to hit. And then there's what the double diamond award and, you know, there's so much more with EXP that you can hit. And obviously I know that uh, you're not one of her excuses, so that being said, you know, as a, as a new EXP agent or maybe even a, a new agent in general to EXP, is the Icon Award something that can be attainable for them within the first year? Is that something they should even try to juggle? In just a few sentences, you know, how would you advise them to go after that? So here's what it really comes down to is there were 73 attacks with sharks last year. Okay. All right. And stay with me on this. I'm, there, I'm were, there were zero attacks with anybody making phone calls. So it is really simple at the end of the day. What I find the stop and the barrier between somebody when they want to achieve success and do something bigger and better, mm -hmm. just talk to more people. That's all you have to do. It, it's really that simple. It is 100% attainable. It is 100% anybody can do it that's willing to put the work in. All This is a contact sport that people forget about. 
you get into real estate to talk to people, communicate with people, do something bigger and better at the end of the day. If you get in and you talk to less people, you're not going to hit it. That's why when we got into the business within our first six months that we went ahead and achieved that success within our first year. I've talked to EXP people and, and in other companies, um, whether real estate or not real estate, and they're like, yeah, I'm trying to hit it. I'm working at hitting it. I'm like, what have you done this different this year? Well, nothing really different. I'm just hoping to get lucky and go ahead and hit it. Well, that's absolutely crazy to me at the end of the day. If you're in sales, if you're in a production-based business, if you're in where they're expecting results, where numbers count 100%, which is the majority of all businesses, go in and do no more numbers. So if you want to come in and you want to jump into a company like EXP, want to jump into other companies like Real, whatever it might be, all you do is make more contacts. Well, I made 10 contacts last week, make 30 contacts this week, and guess what? You will have more results. Now, also at the same time, let's not forget, you learn from every result. It could be a successful result or a negative result. So what do you do? Okay, well, I made 30 contacts. I had the same appointments. So let me go back and look at that with a mentor or manager. Let me not be nervous, embarrassed, or afraid. I want you to listen to me, make these contacts. I want you to critique me, tell me what I am doing wrong so I can perfect that. So next week when I make my 30 calls, instead of 10 appointments, I can take it to 25 appointments. And now you just moved up the needle. That's all you have to do. Everybody can do it at the end of the day. Anybody can do it. The question is, are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to get a little uncomfortable? Because nobody likes to hear what they're doing wrong. They love to hear what they're doing right. So they're afraid to ask what they're doing wrong. I was having dinner with a fellow mentor the other night and we're conversing, talking about what's going on. And my question with anybody that's higher up and doing bigger and better things, they produce over a thousand deals a year and they're just absolutely crushing it. So I'm going to ask them, what is your feedback? What do you see missing? What do I need to increase? What is What mistakes am I making right now? Tell me. I want to know. I want to know. The most successful people out there, another common trait I found, they're extremely open to feedback. They want the feedback. They ask for the feedback. And if more people do that, you'll jump into a company like eXp. You'll jump in there. You'll hit icon in your first six months or sooner. You won't wait two or three years like some of your peers and you will have huge success. Embrace the feedback at the end of the day. How long did it take you to icon? It was less than six months. Okay. Right on. Congratulations. Yeah. Six, yeah. So, yeah, and personally, mm -hmm. I think that was too long. <laughs> I do. You know, I, I was with somebody like I'm in a mastermind with Brett Tanner. Mm -hmm. And so I was with them over the last weekend. This is more on a wholesale thing that we're opening up at this point. So um, he's an amazing wholesaler in, in the United States. But I had brought up some of the achievements we've done. And they're like, that's amazing. I was like, I think it stinks. I think I could have done it faster. And they said, you know what, Johnny? They said, this is very common for people that are kind of your mindset. It's never going to be enough. If you hit it in two months, you would not be happy. I should hit it in a month. So I think it's always about raising that bar and doing it quicker, especially in today right now. I think time 
is of the essence. Mm -hmm. Your clients want to move fast. Your, your, your fellow peers want to move faster. Your operation wants to move faster. Everybody wants to move faster. So I should be moving faster 100%. And I like what you said earlier too, you know, there's no such thing as perfection, but there's another level of excellence. So, yeah. you know, be able to push yourself to that next level, be coachable. That's the number one thing. You know, if somebody asks me in a job interview, what are three words to describe yourself? I always like to throw coachable in there because it's, it seems to be rare nowadays. Like you said, everybody likes to receive praise. Nobody likes to receive, you know, criticism, but it's constructive. It's to make you better. And if you don't listen, you know, you're not going to get better. So my last question is to you, you know, at one point you were a real estate agent on the outside looking in, you know, you saw the model, you couldn't unsee it, looked good to you. But to agents that are out there, you know, being a little stubborn, you know, they see the grass is greener, but they're like, what's the catch? I'm not coming over. You guys are crazy. Quit hitting me up. What would you say to somebody that's skeptical? I would say you have to look at every opportunity, no matter where you're at. Take my first brokerage, for example. When I got in, the broker was the son of the owner, uh, LJ Wardley, Lynn Wardley. I was really tied into the relationship. All my peers around me said, Johnny, once you leave, it's over. Trust me. I was like, no, we're friends. We're friends. They love me. Well, they end up being right. Now I've rehashed that. And it was extremely, they're mad, frustrated. The list goes on. Relationships are important. Loyalty is important. You know, I mean, I'm not telling everybody to go out there and start looking for a different spouse and see if the grass is greener. So those things are important. But when opportunity comes knocking, you have no idea that that was, if it was placed there for a certain reason, that there was an opportunity for something bigger, something better for you. So don't be afraid or discouraged, no matter what company is or what opportunity is, to go ahead and get in front of it, open the door and take a look at it. Because I'm going to tell you the worst thing that's going to happen, the worst, you're going to go there, you're going to see the opportunity, the opportunity is not for you. But what did you just do? You found it out exactly what your competition's doing. You found out what fellow agents in your town are doing. You found out a tool that you could bring back to your business. Maybe it wasn't for you right now. And it could be for you down the road. But right now you decided no. But you were with somebody. You had coffee. They're like, well, I'm going to tell you what I've done with success now and what I'm doing to find off-market deals, put more buyers into contract. And this is something that everybody's suffering with nationwide right now is they have more buyers than they have anything else. If you went there and learned that over a cup of coffee and you accelerated your business another four or five, 10 units a month, was that cup of coffee worth it even if you didn't join that person? So what I'm getting at, be open to conversations. You never know what's going to happen there's people years ago that didn't join me in business that are in business with me now. It wasn't the right timing for them. You can't be mad at that. You know, when you go out and ask somebody on a date and they say no, do you walk away and they're a horrible person? No, it wasn't a right fit. It didn't make sense. Stop being mad at people and just have a conversation and stop treating everything like a job interview 
or they just want to recruit me. That's ridiculous. Build a relationship, learn something from each other. Me, I don't pay attention to what's on somebody's shirt company wise. I don't care if they're the bulls, the Sonics, whatever. What is the name on the back? Johnny Richardson. What does Johnny Richardson represent? What does he do? Does he represent something good, a great work ethic, amazing tools, everything else? I'm going to have coffee with that dude because I want to know what he's doing. Maybe he does want to recruit me, but I'm going to have the conversation and just make an introduction. So I'd say start being open-minded to have conversations with more people. And that alone will help you grow your business. You're absolutely right. You know, you don't know what you don't know. Correct. And absolutely. that's all there is to say about it. Just talk to exactly. them. Most XP agents, you know, even if you're like, I have no interest in being recruited. Okay. Do you still want me no, to buy you coffee? Like, do yeah. you still want to talk? And yeah. that's been really cool to see, you know, um, what do they say? That rising tides raise all boats. Correct. That is correct. <laughs> so I've really loved uh, seeing that attitude from our EXP agents. And uh, Johnny, I'm out of questions for you. Is there anything else that you would like to touch on? I tell you what, it was a pleasure jumping on the podcast. I absolutely love it. I'm right here in local in Las Vegas. So anybody's welcome to knock down my door or find me best ways on social. You can find me on Instagram, Johnny Richardson Jr., the shark, obviously. Um, so that's like where a lot of my activity is, but, um, I just, at the end of the day, I, I don't mind what company somebody's with. I am sincerely about making relationships and working together and collaborating with people, regardless what company you're with at the end of the day, I just want to have good people in my circle. So especially people like yourself on this amazing podcast here today, I'm looking forward to having a future relationship with you and just, uh, seeing you in the future, young lady. Yeah, of course. I'm actually going to be at, uh, what is it, EXPCon in Vegas. So maybe I'll be knocking down your door soon this year. And you've got a mastermind coming up March 22nd, you said? March 22nd. That one's going to be in Cancun. We do a local mastermind out here. We're going to be starting every mm -hmm. month. We did a live one about two weeks ago with about 100 people, and we're building that up. We have debate on every 60 days, every 30. Mm -hmm. We're going to be leaning towards every 30. So okay. if people are in town or want to come for it, you can always – contact me. I'll get you a free ticket. Be my pleasure. But that's a good one. That's strictly value driven, uh, showing in, showing tips and tricks, what we're doing to grow our business. Everybody from producing uh, 200 units all the way up to thousand units per year. So people, it's good for people of all levels. Somebody that's a little bit newer, somebody that's a medium range or somebody that's like a gigantic producer. Everybody will get good content out of it. And if anybody wants to take advantage of that. It's a great way to get involved. And Johnny, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I'll be doing some spinoff episodes soon. So if you have any ideas on what you'd like to dive in further, maybe even fun facts about sharks with Johnny <laughs> for an hour, you let me know, okay? There you go. I look forward to that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thank you.